This is Big Thoughts with me, Trevor Baker, and we're back after our technical difficulties on the 4th of July, and I figured you're going to have a fun weekend, and I figured I was going to have a fun weekend, so I said, eh, I'll let them do what they want to do, I'll do what I want to do, and we'll come back together next weekend, and let me tell you that plenty has happened in the world of everything since the time I said technical difficulties we'll get back to next week. I mean, if you are any semblance of a sports fan... I I, I tweeted out earlier, I said, if someone was frozen for two years, say two years ago, someone was frozen, I know it's a ridiculous proposition, but just hear me out, someone was frozen in ice, huge NBA fan, and woke up today, they would be severely confused, they would be stunned, they would be shocked, because the NBA, in the matter of a month, It looks nothing like it used to. It has completely been overhauled by not-so-craziness. If you look at it from just the last two years, everything has gone ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if I can remember a free agency as significant as this one. And so that's what we're going to jump right into today. Is I'm a big sports fan, a big sports guru, and part of my thoughts is to give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a whole lot of everything. And the things that are going on that are significant, which there's other things that we will try to get to. But one of the most significant things is what is going on in the NBA. First off, the NBA has become incredibly profitable, uh, uh, clearly. Because if you've been paying any attention on what they're paying their players, it is insane. Crazy. Do you know, have you ever heard of Mike Conley Jr.? Yeah? No, maybe, if you really follow the NBA, you probably have, but if you're just a casual fan, and his name's not LeBron, Kobe, or Jordan, you might not know Mike Conley. Well, let me tell you that Mike Conley has the biggest NBA contract in, in history. $153 million four-year contract, I believe. Mike Conley, folks. Yes. Joakim Noah, you know him? Yeah, he has not been too great this year. $75 million, 40, 40 year. <laughs> that wouldn't be as great a deal. Still, I'd work 40 years for $75 million. That's a great payout. I, if someone told me to work with one team for 40 years, I would have $75 million at the end of it. That's not a bad gig. But still, four-year deal, Joakim Noah, he's not even averaging over 10 points. I mean, he's, he's a average player at best the NBA from my understanding signed this huge contract TV contract and so the salary cap for all the teams just went it skyrocketed because the NBA is super popular right now and the thing that it does unlike other sports it transcends internationally like people in China love the NBA people in South America love the NBA I mean Football, don't get me wrong, soccer, it's clearly the biggest international sport. I, there's not even a question there. I understand that. There's nothing bigger than soccer worldwide. Okay, except for in America where we do not care, really. We don't care that much about soccer. But the NBA, I would say, is the one sport we have that people care about pretty much worldwide. And that's why it's grown to such an exponential salary cap because 
People really like the NBA, especially with teams like the Warriors that are just so fun to watch. And then you have LeBron and the Cleveland Cavs winning an NBA championship, which might I say was one of the best, I mean, finals game, game seven I've ever seen. I've always, I mean, I don't know how many I've seen. 2013 against the Spurs was another one, but it's just excellent, excellent basketball. And so now there's these crazy contracts. People are going nuts. They're getting their money. They're getting paid. I run on Twitter. I'm like, I'm declaring for the NBA draft. I I say I'll work for you for four years, one million dollars. What a deal! I mean, why not? That's crazy money for me. But like, just it's it's they are getting paid exponentially, and it has been nuts. And that has really changed the face of the NBA because. People are going where their money is. So, that being said, we have some significant things happening in the NBA. We'll get to the most significant one and really the point I want to get to, but I'll just talk about some of the people that have moved. Dwight Howard, the cancer of the NBA, has moved to Atlanta, where he has no chance of winning a ring. He went there for money. Okay, we have Derrick Rose getting traded to the Knicks, and Joakim Noah's on the Knicks. So the Knicks are kind of like this old, like people who used to kind of be good. Mozgov from the Cavs went to the Lakers for a lot of money. And I'm not sure why. He's not that good. Uh, players moved there, players are there. Here's, some, in my mind, the most second significant one was Dwayne Wade left the Miami Heat. Yes, Dwayne Wade left the Miami Heat. He has been on that team. Since he was drafted by the Miami Heat. And he left them. He left the Miami Heat. Because Pat Riley did not want to give that man his money. Dwayne Wade, interesting fact for you, has actually never been the highest paid player on the Miami Heat. Which is crazy because he is literally the face of the Miami Heat. And in the big three era, he took those pay cuts. And he's been taking pay cuts to get good players and be surrounded by talent. And now he is leaving the Miami Heat. And honestly, I could not be happier for him. I think he wanted to get what he wanted to get. He gave them the opportunity to match. And he did not go to just any team. He went back home to Chicago. And now he's on the Chicago Bulls. I wish the best for Dwayne Wade. I mean, Miami Heat were not going anywhere anytime soon. Um... And, you know, it seemed like they, he was not a priority to them anymore. You know, they Hasim Whiteside, I know we're really technical for those who maybe not know as much, but this is interesting to me. And I, I think it is interesting to you that if you ever watched some semblance in the NBA, you heard about Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and that big three era, and Dwayne Wade just being a good player overall, he went home to Chicago probably to end his career there. So, here's the big deal. Here's the thing we need to talk about is someone else made a decision to leave their home team, who he has stuck it out with them through thick and thin. Yes, Mr. Kevin Durant is leaving the Oklahoma City Thunder. And to who is the question of everybody? Well, it was the question. Now the question is, was it good? Was it good for the NBA? Was it good for Kevin Durant? What are the implications of his decision? And we're going to break those down.
Kevin Durant, if you want to look at history, has uh, historically come up short with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He has made it to the finals, came up short. He has made it to the Western Conference Finals many times, has come up short. He has not won a ring yet. Excellent player. His brother and uh, on the team, Westbrook also being a very good player. At a time, they had Westbrook, Durant, and James Harden on the team. And they just have not been able to put together a championship team. So the decision came up this year. We all knew it was coming. As I take a drink of my coffee. That KD was going to have to decide if he wanted to put the thunder on his back one more year. Two more years. Ten more years. Or go after something greater. Um, and he decided to leave. And here's the thing that really riled everybody up, and I will not lie, initially riled me up, but as I've had some time to think about the decision, I'll describe what I think the implications are, why I think it is different than what LeBron did, but I'll also talk about why I don't think Kevin Durant is completely pathetic, as I had tweeted out earlier when he made that decision. Kevin Durant, this year... Faced off against the Golden State Warriors and got a 3-1 lead. If you know how the NBA Finals, or NBA Finals, well, the NBA Playoff Series work, it's a best of seven. You need to win four games. He was up 3-1 against the Warriors. It's very hard to come back from 3-1, although we saw it twice in the NBA Playoffs this year. One being just a very good series against them and the Golden State Warriors. The other being the Golden State Warriors and Cavs and Cavs making history. The Thunder dropped the ball and the Warriors came back and defeated the Thunder, after a 3-1 deficit. And so Kevin Durant made the decision, if you can't beat them, join them. And now Kevin Durant is on the Golden State Warriors, basically the most ridiculous collaboration of talent. I think a self-imploding time bomb when it comes to contracts in the future. But right now, right here, right now, they're only thinking about the present day. It's not about the future. It's about the present day. They're like... We have one of the most incredible amounts of talent ever conglomerated into one system, and that is the Golden State Warriors have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Dream again, Andre Iguodala, and the list goes on and on with fantastic players. They have assembled perhaps one of the greatest, maybe the greatest team of all time, in some people's opinion. Kevin Durant said, if you can't beat him, join him. So he left the Oklahoma City Thunder, the team he built on his own back, to go to a successful team. And so let's talk about the differences between, before I give you my implications of this decision, which there's a significant amount, let me give you why Kevin Durant's decision is still worse than LeBron's decision. LeBron James, although I could see how some people looked at the, what, one, two-hour special to call the decision as self-righteous or uh, conceited, I think you can pull something like that out of it. And embarrassing for Cleveland as he chose to go somewhere else. But he did that decision for a charity thing, okay? It raised $2 million for charity. All of the proceeds went to charity. So, I mean, if you're really going to hold on to that one, Kevin Durant didn't do anything for charity with his decision, which it was a big one. And let's be honest, if he had done something similar to LeBron, we all would have watched and he would have raised some money for charity. But... That's besides the point. This isn't even, that should not even be taken into consideration of worse. No, what's worse is the team, the teams they chose to be on. 
if you look at the Miami Heat and in the history, two years before uh, the big three decided to come together, the Miami Heat were not good. They were okay. They had a uh, 40-something something win season. I had the stats pulled up. But basically, early exits from the playoffs. They were rebuilding. But at the time, as those who like to spout random blah and not take a look at actually what's happening, the Miami Heat were far from the best team in the Eastern Conference. The Miami Heat had a first-round exit as a fifth seed the year before the Big Three came together against the Boston Celtics, who were clearly the dominant team in the East. The Miami Heat did not have Bosch or LeBron on that team at that time, nor had they had the opportunity to see Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and Bosch work together and see if that would work. As we know in history... The Lakers also tried this. Brooklyn Nets also tried something similar to this. The Rockets tried something similar to this. The big three or that attempt of making a big three doesn't always work. Even look at the Thunder as it did not always work, right? There's been some grievous failures and then there's just been ones that they didn't come up and win. So the Miami Heat were not the best team when LeBron joined. Now, the semblance of talents were, they're incredible players. But he didn't know that was going to work. He just knew that Cleveland wasn't going to do that for him. Miami was. Cleveland, please name me their starting five when LeBron James left. You probably can't unless you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan or a very big NBA aficionado. Please name me the starting five of the Golden State Warriors. I bet you a whole lot more people can do that. Interesting. Curious, is it not? Yes, no, the Miami Heat was not a surefire going to be great. Now, it ended up being really good because, if you know, Miami didn't do very well initially when the big three got together. But Dwayne Wade finally said, this is LeBron's team. He submitted, and the team made it to NBA Finals, lost to Dallas, then they won the next few years, and then lost to the Spurs. If you count that as a failure, I count that as a very, very incredible success. They made the NBA Finals four years in a row. And, uh, honestly, they should have beat the Dallas Mavs. I LeBron, I, in my personal opinion, kind of faded in those finals, and I am a LeBron fan. I can openly say that I think that's what happened. Yeah. So, now let's talk about Kevin Durant's decision, right? Now, LeBron, you know, he made some big promises to win a lot of rings. He won two. That's good for him. And he went back to Cleveland. We know his story. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, left a very good Oklahoma City Thunder team. Okay. If you want to tell the difference, the Oklahoma City Thunder, unless they trade Westbrook and they start a rebuilding mode, they're still going to be an average team without Kevin Durant, with Westbrook running the helm. As opposed to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Did you see the record when LeBron left? They were the worst team in the NBA. Hands down, easy. They're drafting people like Anthony Bennett. You know why LeBron left? Because Cleveland Cavaliers' front office is incompetent. And so LeBron needed to get some reins and get back in control of the team. And as you can see, he always gets a two-player option to say, Cavs, I want to be here, but I will not be here if you try to screw me over. Kevin Durant chose the Warriors as his team to leave. He left a very good Oklahoma City Thunder team. You can name a good bit of their players. Steven Adams, Serge Baca, Russell Westbrook. The list goes on and on. And you know who Kevin Durant left for? Not a team that was in rebuilding mode, going to try to make a good team. No, he left for a team that was a proven 
success. What's the difference between the Miami Heat that LeBron chose and the uh, Golden State Warriors that Kevin Durant chose? Yeah, the Golden State Warriors were the best NBA record ever last season. The Golden State Warriors have only won, already won a championship with this conglomeration of people, and they were one game away from winning another one. The Golden State Warriors are the most offensive team in the NBA, and they are a proven success with their front court and their bench. Kevin Durant isn't taking a chance going to the Warriors. There is no chance. There is no, maybe this will work. It's, with Kevin Durant could sit on the bench and Golden State could still be very good. Kevin Durant did not make a tough decision. He took an easy way to a championship. Now, if you don't agree with that, I don't know why you don't. Because that is the easy way. That's why... No one likes it because it seems easier than putting than continue to grind like a Jordan did or or let's I've heard all the arguments to just leave and go be good. It's tough, but I understand leaving. If he was going to leave the Thunder, that was his decision. If he wanted to leave the Thunder, I understand that because. That going to Golden State, it seems to be the only option you have. So I initially tweeted out that I think it's pathetic, and I still think it's a weak move. I think it's an easier path. I think if they win the championship next year, which I still think is an if, um, it's not going to be as impressed as if he won with the Thunder. It really is not. It's not going to mean as much. It's like LeBron winning with the Miami Heat. It was a big deal, but you saw his emotion when he won with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was something more, something deeper. Yeah, no, I don't think Kevin Durant will have the glory that he could have had, but he wants the reins, which he wishes and dreams for. And I think this hurts his stardom, but he, as a personal, he's got plenty of money. He wants the championships. He wants the opportunity to maybe make one of the greatest teams of all time. His decision is weak, but it's understandable, because where else was he going to go if he was going to leave the Thunder? Which he just said, yeah, he is. Boston? That's still a gamble. You don't know if that's going to work out. Miami? Gamble. You don't know if that's going to work out. You ain't going to the Cavs. You know, it's it's just not happening. The LA Clippers? Still a gamble. Seems like a good team, but you don't know. He went to a proven success. He didn't gamble. He didn't roll the dice. He said, I want to be surefire successful in where we go. There's some big implications for this. The NBA is ridiculous at this point because let's be quite honest, folks. There is going to be two teams in the NBA Finals next year bearing injury, right? There's always a possibility of injury. Um, it's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers and Golden State Warriors. Period. Done. There's nothing in the East that's assembled that's going to oppose the Cavs what they're doing already. There's some good teams, but they're not good enough. Pacers, Pistons, Boston. Decent teams. Not good enough. Miami, maybe one of the teams that could have built, they just lost Dwayne Wade. It's just no, there's no semblance of a team that's going to be the Cavs in the East. It's an easy path for the Cavs. The Warriors, on the other hand, if their system of crazy awesome works, I don't see a team imposing them in the West because the Spurs are getting older. Thunder are no longer an option. Clippers always have something bad happen to them, and I would love to see them get over that hump, but it just seems to be the way it is. 
Yes, I believe it's terrible for the NBA because now we only have two superpower teams. Come two years from now, it'll get interesting. But I think we'll see the Cavs and the Warriors face off uh, probably two more years in a row. Now here's the other implication is if the Warriors fail, because it's all on them now. They're no longer the new guys on the street, the underdogs, the team that came from nothing. They are the evil, big, bad guy. No one looks at the Cavs and say they're better than the Warriors. No, everyone's saying the Warriors are the best team, especially with adding a talent like Kevin Durant. But here's the thing. If they fail, it will go down as one of the greatest failures of all time. If so, a team like Oklahoma City Thunder defeats the Warriors in playoffs, it will go down as one of the greatest revenges of all time. If LeBron James is able to put the Cavs on another great championship run and defeat the powerful four of the Golden State Warriors. It is a failure for the Warriors, and I'm telling you, if LeBron James is the one to beat them, it puts LeBron into an air of the untouchable. I mean, he's already in that air, in my opinion. If he defeats this Warriors team next year, if Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala and Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors do not put up a championship next year, it is a complete and utter failure. Because there is not a question of who are, they have some of the best talent. They have two of the top five players in the league and then three of the top 15. It's unbelievable. Yes, the Golden State Warriors, all pressure is on you. All eyes are on you because you are supposed to win. So Kevin Durant is in a small gamble for changing change, a huge gamble for the implication of his legacy. Because if his two years at Golden State, it doesn't produce at least one ring, he has failed, made a terrible decision, and probably might not ever get that rain because contracts are going to get trickier as uh, they come up. Anywho, I talked about sports a lot during this podcast, but that's just me who loves the NBA, loves giving you insight. If you don't like the sports as much, that's okay. This is Big Thoughts with Trevor Baker. A little bit, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a whole lot of everything. Thanks for listening.